This is the Squared Goal Podcast with Mark Morris and Jared Meruyama. Welcome to another episode of the Squared Co. Podcast. Jared's here with me. I am. Who are you, sir? <laughs> and me, of course, Mark Morris, with you again. Um, so this is the exciting conclusion to our Master of One podcast episode trilogy. <laughs> I think with every one of these intros, I gave it a different name. Yes. If this is the first one that you've listened to, the Master of One episodes, uh, we do encourage you to listen to them all together. So it doesn't really matter the order, but if this happens to be the first one, we really encourage you to go and listen to the others. What we did for this little group of episodes is came up with the same questions or a list of questions and we asked them the same questions. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Terrible. Jared, save me. I'm drowning. uh, It's very simple. Yes, we came up up with a series of questions. We wanted to ask them each the same questions. And since this is the first time we've sort of talked to them one-on-one as opposed to in a group, we kind of just wanted to have something uh, to compare and contrast like each of them, what they would say without the other one sort of being there. Uh, with oh, them. man, you're so good at this. You should be on a podcast. I'm today. telling you, like a real one. I'm looking. I'm looking. Uh, so uh, but, so we, we are friends with these guys. You know, we've I think we've said it in all the other intros. Jared and I have actually met through the Master of One community. And it's we have recorded with them several times and it always gets really silly. So it is nice to kind of see them in a different light with this one-on-one mm-hmm. interview. It gets a little bit more serious, not too serious, but you definitely get to, you know, dive a little deeper and get to know each one of the Master of One podcast uh, hosts a little bit better, just in a different way. I think this one is the most serious of the three, actually. Andrew was uh, very candid with his answers. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you get to see kind of a slightly different side of them, slightly. Like the personality is still there, but... Um, you know, they're, they're used to doing this. They're used to asking questions uh, of their guests and sort of talking about their, you know, around the table stuff. So right. it is kind of nice to hear them reflect on the the podcast and what they've been able to accomplish uh, over these past three years. Um, I, th- I got to say that uh, we didn't really mention this, but it is a really different experience being on this side of a podcast versus being a guest. And I think you know, because they do a podcast regularly, they're really good at it. But I think, you know, for lack of a better term, they kind of like let their hair down and can engage with us in a different way than when we are on their show. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I think there is something to be, I mean, you don't have to listen to these in order. I think it, no. um, the way we recorded it is just the way that, you know, we're presenting them here. There isn't anything mm-hmm. that's continued across uh, episodes or anything, but I, we do slightly reference some things that happen in the other ones. Um, and it just happened that we would end with, uh, with Andrew. So again, I mean, we do encourage you to listen to all three of them, but before we go ahead and let you listen to the interview with Andrew, we've been talking about this for a while. Uh, this is our first air quotes, official squared Co podcast giveaway. Uh, we have some nice pins and stickers from Squared Co. and Creepy Company. 
Um, the way you enter this is if you leave a rating and review on iTunes. So, Jared, do you have a winner for our first giveaway? I do. And this has been difficult because we only have like 11 <laughs> or so reviews here. So the winner for this one, let's read it first. Uh, this Go comes ahead. from, uh, I guess it's Denny's Menu. So let's hope this is a real sounds, person. Sounds delicious. Yes. Uh, thoroughly entertained by these two. They tend to cover all of my favorite topics like the Muppets, Disney, and they have great interviews with amazing creatives in the business such as Bill Robinson and Andrew Kolb. My geek out meter goes through the roof on this one. Uh, hashtag nerd up. So thank you, Denny's Menu, for that nice five-star review uh and i don't know mark how do you you handled this last time uh how do you want them to uh, just uh send a send a direct message through instagram so i'm assuming that you're following us if you like us enough to leave a review on itunes so denny's menu wherever you are send me a direct message on instagram and we will coordinate how to get you your prize package what is your handle on instagram squared co <laughs> <laughs> that's a good good question jared yes thank, thank you, you. i just thought we that. should possibly uh yeah so squared co if you aren't already following us, uh, be sure to do that and send me a direct message, <laughs> Mr. or Mrs. Denny's Menu. Um, and again, but- <laughs> don't let this stop you from leaving a review. We're going to continue uh, to do yes. this as we get more reviews in. So the people, if you did not win this time, don't worry. You're still in the go- the running for any future drawings. And we will try to do this more often, uh, just depending on if we get more reviews. Yes. Um, but I think that's it. For the intro portion of this, please enjoy the exciting conclusion for the (laughs) Master of One Squared Co. podcast trilogy extravaganza. Here is Andrew Sale. Enjoy. Welcome to the Squared Co. Podcast, Mr. Andrew Sale, with threes instead of E's. (laughs) There he is. That was, in the very least, moderately underwhelming. Like, (laughs) a very uh, four claps that that tapered off before they even started. Yeah, but you don't know, we're going to add the monstrous applause after the fact. (laughs) In post, yeah. I can't wait to to hear this thing post-edit. This is going to be crazy. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's funny because it'll actually sound just like you heard it That's, mm. man that seems like it would take a lot of work to make it sound exactly like how i just heard it <laughs> you know so you've been a busy guy you have been non-stop since we saw you in uh, anaheim um you have just been at every single event in the world that ever has been <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm glad other people have realized that because <laughs> that's because my body realized it I tell you, I'm still trying to like catch up from all of just the it was just a whirlwind. And and half of that trip was me staying at my own house, which is weird. <laughs> um, but Patrick and Mackenzie were with me and then Luke joined us halfway through that trip. And so it was, mm-hmm. I was at my house, but it still wasn't like being home. I, you know, I couldn't I couldn't take my pants off when we got home at night. You Great. Know, yeah. <laughs> um, because Patrick was offended by it. Not Mackenzie. Mackenzie was fine with it. It was just totally Patrick. He didn't want me yeah. to do it. So weird. Um, but it's yeah. So I'm, my body is still recovering from from all of the uh, the podcast shenanigans that we were doing. 
<laughs> would you, looking back at it, I mean, it's crazy. There's a lot of things you did that you had reimagined. You went to Disney. You saw Pixar. You went to San Francisco. There's MondoCon. I'm sure there's other things I'm uh, missing. Was there one thing that was kind of like the highlight over this this past stretch of, of a trip? Man, the highlight? I think the highlight, <clears throat> if you're talking about a specific place, then the highlight mm. was probably Pixar because mm. I'd never been to Pixar, right? Mm-hmm. So um, getting that opportunity, not not everybody gets gets to go through those gates. Um, yeah. There's something kind of intrinsically magical about Pixar, um, even though we didn't get to see all of the all of the goods um, yeah. <laughs> because because it was the end of the day, and a lot of the people who were who would have been able to show us stuff, like sign off on stuff, like the producers and things, weren't there anymore. And so we mm-hmm. got to kind of see a cursory level, although we got to see enough stuff that we had to sign NDAs. So that's cool. You know, walking wow, in awesome. and you sign an NDA, like as soon as you walk in the door, because you're seeing stuff that's that's not allowed um, to be seen by other human people with <laughs> eyes. Um, <laughs> but if you're talking about like like an experience and not just a place. The thing that like stuck out to me on this trip was um, there was a couple of moments where I just kind of stepped back and looked at what all we were doing Mm -hmm. and realizing that three years ago when we started the podcast, if you had said that we were going to have these opportunities directly because of the podcast, Mm -hmm. I mean, we would have all told you you were crazy. And so to see where we've come from to where we are now, that was the moment. Those were the moments that, that, resonated most with me um and it was just like a, just this extreme sense of gratitude to all the people who have helped make that happen so um yeah pixar was great but then just in general being able to do all of that and uh and have the opportunity to do all of that was i mean it's it's kind of undes- indescribable so yeah. you are one of the rare guests we have, Mark, and we didn't address this actually with the other guys, mm-hmm. but there's a small club of us that have been meeting on this podcast to talk about our experience at a very exclusive club. Oh, yes. <laughs> located <laughs> within the walls of Disneyland. Few people get to go to this thing. Uh, and I believe you guys actually got to go to Club 33 on this last visit. Is that right? Yeah, we did. And uh, more exclusive than that was... Um, finding the family restroom and we all used it together. It was behind oh. uh, behind Tomorrowland. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was something special. No, yeah, we got to go to uh, to Club Thirty Three and got to. I had been I've been there before, but being able to go and dine there uh, was mm-hmm. pretty rad. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Yeah, there's been a did few you, a hand. Oh. Well, I was just gonna say, did you was there more to that, or did you just want me to acknowledge that yes, we did that? <laughs> <laughs> like, it kind of seemed like there was like an, that was introducing something like a storytelling time, but I I didn't know well, where no, to go I didn't, with it. You know, I was gonna well, let you decide because I don't want to take it away if you want to talk <laughs> about it on your show. But yes, we'd love to hear like how was the experience. So I'm assuming you went to the lounge previously, and then this time you were in the dining room. So, so what did no, you think of the dining room? So so last time I actually got to experience both. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't eat in the dining room, but I got to go into the dining room for a little bit. We actually decided to eat in the lounge because you can get the full <laughs> dining room uh, menu yep. in the lounge, but you can do it a la carte. So you don't have to do a six course meal. Right. Um, oh. So it's a little bit cheaper. But then on top of that, it doesn't take four hours, which is yeah. like... Um, and so, plus the ambiance in the lounge is far superior to the, I mean, the dining room is just kind of a nice dining room. Right. Um, the lounge is like, it's cool. <laughs> like there's, 
you know, lots of magical stuff that happens there for those yes. uh, who are listening, who have been in there. There's stuff that happens in there that is just really fun and like, you know, completely Disney. So yeah, we, we got to do that. And it was, the, it was Patrick and Luke's first time going in there. Uh, oh. Luke uh, and I had gotten to go in uh club. What is it? 1901. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. which is over in California. California Adventure, right? Yeah. And yeah. that place is that place is amazing. It's super cool. In some ways, th- there's some elements of, of 1901 that I like better yeah. than 33 because like, we're sitting there and we're talking with, with Mel McGowan, who is this incredible uh, uh, spatial storyteller uh, who literally uses architecture to tell stories. And he used to be one of the head Imagineers who mm-hmm. headed up... Um, Projects like, I don't know, the rejuvenation of downtown Disney, and he headed up um, building California Adventure. So he was on that that team. And right. so to hear hear him telling all these stories uh, while we're sitting in this room and over his shoulder are, are drawings of the, the nine old men. And then over my shoulder oh, yeah. is the original script to Steamboat Willie. I'm like, mm-hmm. like there's there's only, you know... Where are you going to get that kind of history, that rich history with the kind of company? Um, I mean, that doesn't happen very often to too many people. And so, uh, man, that's, that, that was exciting. But Club 33 it has that same kind of magic because um, there's so much lore around it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's just great. getting through those doors is a is a big deal for so many people. But yeah, yeah. So um, a, a small, a little club within our podcast here have been. Uh, so we have to make sure <laughs> we highlight that. But OK, so we have a lineup of questions for you that we have okay. asked your uh, other hosts the same exact questions for the right. most part. Okay. Sometimes, you know, you guys answer them a little differently. Um, so that's what we're going to do basically for you is go down this list and we're going to see how how on message you are. Okay, that's great. Is this So it's like the newlywed game. Kind of, yeah. Okay, I like it. So the first question we've been asking each of you is, does your family, um, and this can be an extended family, does your family listen to the podcast and do you get constructive feedback or criticism from those people? So my, I don't think anyone in my extended family does. Mm. Uh, my wife, Chandra, does from time to time. And by by, do I get criticism or like critiques? Not really. Mm-hmm. Although I will hear, she she will sometimes bring up how much she loves Luke. <laughs> um, that is not, that but, is not a, an exaggeration, but never you. No, 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 no. It's, I, I never, I never come up in the conversation. Um, and so much, so much. So in fact, that early on, um, it kind of dropped off for a little bit. She started listening again recently, but, um, Early on, we used to we used to tell Luke that he was America's sweetheart because for whatever reason, everybody <laughs> freaking loves Luke and he talks the least and has the least, you know, in terms of excitability, the least personality <laughs> on the show. It's um, that mystique. It's just but, so mysterious. Gosh, but everyone loves him. And it's like, oh, man. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, yeah, Shandra will listen from time to time. Mm. And we just found out Luke is a beautician, which just blew us away. <laughs> yeah, that. uh yeah, he used to exclusively do my hair when I lived in Ohio. And uh, actually, I think it was last Creative South. We were all in the hotel room, and he did Patrick and my haircuts right before we left for the day. That is and, handy. Uh, it is, honestly, it, it's come in handy more than once. Yeah. So especially when, like, when you're getting ready for a trip. You guys know you guys were just at decon. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah. 
there's so much stuff to do, and sometimes you can't fit in a, a haircut, right? But sometimes you really need a haircut. <laughs> it's nice to have kind of an on-site beautician. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, That's great. So uh, let me let me go back to this other question though. But do you do you seek out feedback from people, or or is it more just like I know we can be our own worst critics, and you have two other co-hosts who can sort of keep you on track and stuff. But yeah. do you seek out uh, beyond that uh, feedback? Um, I do. It actually kind of it kind of comes in waves. I don't have mm-hmm. a uh, a consistent cycle for feedback. Where like after after every episode, I call up, uh, you know, right John right. Doe and say, "Hey, have you listened to this week's episode yet? I need you to tell me what you thought." Like I don't I don't have that kind of feedback. But um, there's a there's a handful of uh, of people who who listen enough that um, I can reach out and and ask more thematic questions like, "Hey." Mm-hmm. Have you noticed a trend this direction? We've really been trying right. to do this. Has that come across? Or general feelings on how do you feel about how things have been going? Like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But but not not as formal. Um, right. Not as formal. And like you said, we ha- we have built in accountability. Uh, so much so, in fact, it's pretty active. Like it, we'll be seeing each other on the screen while we're doing this and we'll be interviewing somebody and we will message each other <laughs> and say like, Hey, you look bored right now. Or, Hey, are you distracted? <laughs> like that kind of thing, yeah. um, to, to, to help, um, kind of stimulate that in the moment. So we, we're, we're to the point where we're not business partners, although we are, and we're not friends, although we are, but we, we function as brothers. Um, so there's practically nothing that's kind of off the table. And so, um, holding each other accountable uh in terms of critique is just part of the it's just part of the package sure yeah so you know we know the kind of the story of how you guys started the podcast and you guys were all working together and everything but for you personally why did you want to do the podcast and what did you hope to get out of uh, f- uh, out of doing it and that might have changed over the years but initially maybe what what sort of drove you to do it kind of joking aside I think there was a, a fair amount of narcissism that played into it, um, <laughs> because because seriously, like the people, um, it, it started because people heard us talking at at the lunch table and would compliment us on how we on our rapport with each other and how fun we were and how they always learned something. And I think there the the first cat- catalyst for that was saying, well. If they liked it, maybe other people will like it. And I like being right. liked, you know? Yes. So um, <laughs> so f- from from one standpoint, that was it. And what what did I want to get out of it? Certainly not to hear myself talk. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what I wanted to get out of it. Like, I, I think I can look back on it and, and truly say, uh, you. I mean, I would have never thought that we would be where we're at now, certainly. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't have a goal for, for where we would be. So it was like, I don't yeah. know. I, I think... It, I just like I just like talking about this stuff. Uh, uh-huh. I like mm. I like having conversations, especially with my friends, about stuff that I like. And so it just and when I found out that other people also enjoyed it, it was like okay, maybe more people will enjoy it. And so I think very little thought went into it. Um, <laughs> if I had thought about it enough, I probably would have and should have convinced myself to not ever start it because the reality <laughs> of it is, once you start it, it's really hard to stop. And uh, and it's it's been more than we've than we would have ever thought we were gonna you know bite off more than we could chew for sure. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, there are three of you 
um, doing the podcast. You're three co-hosts. Um, and with three of you being a part of this thing, is it difficult to make decisions? Like, do you guys have to decide what's best for the podcast? Do you have some sort of a system? Do you guys vote on it? Or does somebody have like majority rule or final say, I guess? So if neither one of the other guys mentioned this, I'd be shocked. <laughs> but uh, Patrick is the majority stakeholder in that he has 34%. <laughs> Papa P, uh, we don't call him that, but we might start now. Um, so Patrick has 34. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it going, too. I'll call him Papa P. Papa P. Um, you'll never guess what the P stands for, though. It comes out of nowhere. Uh, and, and Luke and I each have 33% stake. Um, but as far as decision-making, that's really evolved. It's now a lot more organic uh, in that we just end up Doing our best, sometimes it sometimes it doesn't always work, but doing our best to trust each other with our with our defined roles. They trust me almost implicitly with the design aspect of it. Uh, we trust Patrick almost implicitly with all of the the development and and publishing stuff. Um, and then we trust Luke almost implicitly with with all of the editing stuff. You know, we, mm-hmm. we very rarely kind of step over each other's toes unless there's some kind of error or something that needs to be fixed or, or, or whatever. Yeah. But but the reality is we just we're pushing so much content lately that we just legitimately don't have time to 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 vote on how stuff gets done. Originally we used to I used to like give I used to give Patrick and Luke like two or three versions of the finished artwork and have them <laughs> pick which one they wanted to do. Oh, oh my gosh, long long gone are those days because <laughs> who the frick has time to create two of any of those things, you know? I, yeah. I struggle to get all of the artwork that needs to be created created, you know, even just the one uh, for each episode. Yeah. So um so it's kind of evolved to be a lot more organic. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a follow-up question to that. Um, do you guys ever have disagreements or even arguments? <laughs> is that the whole question? Because that's a blanket yes. I mean, like, <laughs> al- almost, almost, almost every third day there's something that we have to clarify. It's, us- it's usually because we're trying to com- you know, converse via slack or text message throughout the day and we mm-hmm. all have mm-hmm. you know jobs and we all have our own our own stuff going on and um luke especially will will tend to start off reading texts neg- with a negative bias that's just his natural tendency <laughs> um and that's not a slam against luke he knows he does it um and so texts like you can send the most benign thing or have the most benign thing sent to you and depending on the mood you're in at the at any given point during the day you can read it as the other guy just being a dick, you know, and yeah, yeah. And, it, and then it just triggers. Right. And so um, what ends up happening is one person ends up coming to the rescue for the other person. Nine times out of ten, the person didn't need to be rescued. And so it causes, you know, uh, it's like stuff that would happen with your <laughs> brothers, honestly. I mean, that's kind of how it, that's kind of how it works. And and maybe half of those are ever having to do with anything with the podcast. They're usually just personal stuff. You know, so yeah, yeah. Have you okay? So this is a kind of jumping off again. At any point within the podcast, this can be something that you've voiced to your co-host, or maybe you've kept it internally. But have you ever considered quitting the podcast at any point? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do do they know that? (laughs) 
Well, they do now. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, right. They're not going to listen to this. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, they'll listen to their own, and they're not going to listen yeah. to me. <laughs> um, I would, I, I think they both know that there's been, we've all had, we've all had moments where, where it was like do or die. Pa- Patrick actually did quit. <laughs> I don't know if he mentioned it on the show or not, but uh, he he did quit. And Luke and I had already started going down the road of reformatting the show to to uh, to function <laughs> with just the two of us. And we had actually already set an end date for Patrick. Like he was going to finish out like the month or something. <laughs> and then when we you to- wouldn't have replaced him. No, it was just going to be the two of us. Um, mm. And it probably would have only lasted for another six months, right? Um, mm. So, but but when we told Patrick the new format, he was like, "Oh, I want to do that." And so he just <laughs> never. We changed the format of the show, and he stayed. And um, I think he's the only one who we ever got, got really like really down that road. But mm-hmm. uh, certainly, there's been there's been times where it's just been overwhelming, uh, and life stuff has yeah. gone on. I mean, I've moved. Across, like across the country to the other side of the country while we were doing the show. And certainly during those transitions, you, you, you question, you know, is this the, is this time for me to, you know, move on or whatever? But, um, it's just, they, those guys have a hold of my heart. (laughs) (laughs) So then what has been, you know, there's obviously a lot of challenges in doing all these shows and, and just the, the day-to-day stuff of getting guests and scheduling and, and then a lot of the traveling you guys have been doing. But what, for you personally, has been uh, one of the biggest challenges of doing this podcast? Gosh, you you guys are like just we're, we're asking going deep. tough stuff. What is your problem? <laughs> um, ask, no that question, ask that question again. What's the most, what's been the most challenging thing? Personally, so aside from just saying like, mm-hmm. well, video is hard for YouTube, but like, you've got a family uh, yeah. and a day job and all sorts of other things. Like, how have you worked that in, and and what has been the challenge of doing so? Yeah, all right, I'm gonna give you two real deep answers to that question, actually, uh, and I'll keep it brief because uh, it's they they're they're pretty deep. So one, um, man, Chandra and I have had very honest conversations where i mean just real you know bluntly it's been a Mm -hmm. question of how like choosing her over this or this over her and having to to discuss that even even when she recognizes that this is an outlet that i need Mm -hmm. as a creative and just as a person like this this feeds me and this fuels me that there's still a component where it takes time and, and her feeling valued, like I valued from me, like I value the show. And then the other side of that is the, my day job, um, not too long ago, uh, in the process of, of, uh, getting all of the time off and stuff for these last two weeks of craziness, (laughs) had a very real conversation with, with, uh, my supervisor who essentially said, um, it must be nice to, he didn't say it like this exactly, but I, this is the best way to give it to you without giving you all the context, right? Without giving you a 30 minutes of context. But he said essentially like, it must, it must be nice to, uh, to get paid by us to, to do this other thing and have your heart be in this other thing. Oh, um, wow. Did you say yes? Yes, it is. And, uh, Very nice. No, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I just kind of, I kind of let the, I let the words kind of settle. Wow. But that's the reality. He knows. I mean, they know uh, that 
this is, I mean, my heart is in this. It doesn't mean my heart's not in that, but I, when I leave there, I'm not constantly thinking about that. When I leave mm-hmm. there, my brain focuses on, on the podcast or on these other ambitions or whatever. And so, yeah, so challenging, the most challenging thing is probably just the balance, yeah. balancing this with, with, you know, hashtag real life. Uh, it it went you know until uh fingers crossed whatever um this becomes real life in that Mm -hmm. it becomes the the thing that provides for me and my family yeah that's i almost started crying during your answer there (laughs) it's all too real if you cry if you cry i cry too when when strong men cry it just makes me it just i lose it (laughs) are you've been doing the podcast for like over three years now at what point did you realize that this was a thing that people were listening to and responding to? Like, was there a point that it hit you that people are actually listening? I feel like I have that point regularly uh, where I'm, I feel like I'm constantly surprised by it. But, yeah, uh, I mean, it, it, the very first time that I had that moment was was very early on. It was when we like the first time we had like 20 downloads in like on release day, Mm -hmm. that was when I knew that somebody was listening who was outside of our immediate friend circle. And then I had that feeling again, when we instituted our, uh, like our, our, our stat tracker software. Uh And we saw that we had several listeners in Russia and Japan and all these other, you know, these other places around the world. And we realized that our show was, was global for some yeah. reason, like what? <laughs> um, th- those are two very kind of specific moments where I realized, holy crap, this isn't uh, this isn't just us sitting around a kitchen table anymore. Yeah. So that that actually goes well into the next question because you guys have been uh, very successful in creating a community around this show, whether intentional or not. I mean, you set up the Slack channel, but it certainly has grown into to something quite big, like a very successful part uh, of, of the show. Yeah. So why why is the Slack channel an important part of what you guys are doing? That's a good question. Um, and I don't want to like crap on your question, but I think, <laughs> but, but. Please do, please do. But I think, I think it needs to be modified a bit because okay. the Slack channel was something we were doing. The Slack channel now is something you guys are doing. You know what I mean? Like it's something that mm-hmm. the people who are involved in that conversation day in and day out, that's they really maintain it. We don't even moderate it anymore. We pop in and we will have mm-hmm. conversations and we will we will, you know, join the conversation, but we are but a very, very small piece of it now. And like so much so that I sometimes feel bad. Like I, I log in just so that I can jump in and see where someone's tagged me and I can respond to something or see someone's <laughs> art and comment on it. But uh, it's it's incredibly it's an incredibly important part of what makes us us, but it's not something mm-hmm. that we do anymore. And it's because the community that we have is so generous. And I think it's a... Uh, it's a it's like it's great window shopping for generosity because you've got so many incredibly talented artists and so many incredibly uh, passionate designers and creatives and doers and artists and whatever in there and they're all so generous um they give freely of their thoughts they give freely 
of their ideas and they give freely of their time, man, that's that's who we want to be as a podcast. That's who we want to be as the right, three of right. us individually. So for it to be an extension of of us, um, man, we're we're proud of the Slack channel. I think more than anything because we have very little to do with it, you know. Um, <laughs> And it's something that now kind of self-contains and, and that's, man, that's that it captures the heart of what the show is about for sure. Yeah. I think, I think you're absolutely right. Um, the podcast has a, a positive tone that you guys, uh, you know, uh, maintain whether that's, you know, just in the conversations you have or with your interviews with, uh, with guests and stuff like that. Was that, uh, is that intentional staying positive? Is that an intentional part? And did you guys set up specific sort of boundaries and parameters for the tone of the show? Yeah, that's a, that's a, yeah, that's a good question. It, when we first started, we did not have, we, we had no, pre- we, we were so misguided when we started <laughs> in that we had no guidance. We had no direction. It wasn't that we were doing mm-hmm. anything bad. We just didn't have any direction. But when we first started, we all worked at a church, mm-hmm. right? And so when we first started, we thought the only people who would listen were people who would, would like were people who immediately around us, which would have been church people or at least people who knew we worked at a church. We we've I don't know that we've ever publicly said that we worked at a church because there's such a stigma attached to that, right? Um, and maybe maybe you know it, maybe you don't, but like if you say that you're a designer with a, ch- like when you say you're a designer, oh, cool. I, I'm a designer for a church. Oh, you do like bulletins or something? Like, it, you know what I mean? There's <laughs> such a, you automatically lose credibility, even though the church that we worked at was incredibly progressive and we had an incredibly talented team, honestly, too talented for the actual, you know, arguably too talented for what we were trying to do. But I think mm-hmm. that probably spoke into some of the tone initially and, and having it be a clean rating. And then it shifted. Um, and, I, and I can tell you the exact time that it shifted for us was we were talking to Tom Whalen, like the second or third time we ever talked to him. So he st- we still have like starstruckness with him at this point. Right? <laughs> um, and, and he tells us one of his favorite things about being on our show or listening to our show is that he can, if he's on our episode, he can call his mom, literally call his mom and say, uh-huh. um, Hey, I'm on this podcast. You should go listen to it. And he doesn't have to worry about what his mom will hear. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Tom Whalen saying this stuff. And so right, that was right. the moment we were like, you know what? Yeah, like we're okay with that. Like we're uh, we're okay with being on podcasts. That's I mean, we're not. You guys have hung out with us. It's we're not always <laughs> PC and we're not always positive <laughs> with each other. You know what I mean? We're we're real people who who are real with each other. But we've heard positive feedback from uh from the tone that our our show is set and so now we are very intentional with it and uh, it's something that happened kind of organically and now is something that is ingrained in who we are and so we make sure that it happens right so that being said it, do you guys have you ever personally we've asked this of actually both of them i didn't want this to slip by has there been anything you've said uh, that you thought about later, whether it's weeks later, months later, or you know, whenever you've heard back the thing that you've either regretted or that you wished you didn't say. Not not maybe not something that you were able to go back and edit out or, you know, just a mispronunciation or something like that. But was so there not anything, that. Yeah. So anything bigger than that where you thought, ooh, I should watch that or I shouldn't do that again. Um I don't think so. N- not anything other than there were there, I got some really good feedback from Mark Bricky 
kind of indirect feedback. Uh, it was kind of a, a he was kind of telling an anecdote of his own journey um, in becoming a podcast professional. And I took some notes from him and wished that I could go back and take out some of my ancillary comments or uh, nudgings or overly, you know, overtly fan fantastic if that's even a word like being a fan you know extreme fandom if fantastic's not a word we are we are pinning that phrase right now because that's actually a great it's actually a great way to communicate it um but uh but no i I mean nothing nothing crazy um i wish i could go back and re-record the whole episode with alex delianis because I mispronounced his name the entire time, and after, <laughs> and it was after an hour of com- you know having a conversation with him that he said his own name, and I just <laughs> felt like the biggest ass. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh! But no, I, I mean, everything else. I, I mean, I, I stand by everything else I've said. I think that's good. That's amazing. Yeah, Pronou- mispronouncing people's names is, uh, yeah, I'm not that great. I so we had uh, Chris Ramo on. And it's the probably one of the like more simple names. It's two syllables sure. and like five letters. And for some reason, I wanted to add an S in there. Ramos. Yeah. yeah so or Chris. Ramos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think now I just if I don't know how to say it, I try and push that on to Jared to say their name. So we've gotten really <laughs> intentional. I mean, uh, I, I'm, I imagine that you guys have heard this already, but we get really intentional. We ask pronunciation before we ever start recording and Mm -hmm. I will type it out phonetically if I need to if it's if it's something (laughs) because we've learned we've learned that that's uh but at the same time we've mispronounced people's names and they've been really gracious and they've been really cool about it uh the one that I would take back if I could is Alex because it was literally for an entire freaking episode (laughs) Um, how many tries did it take you to get Jared's last name Mariama Yeah, uh, see, they were fine with it. I, so, Jared, you actually, you, when we first, t- the very first time we talked, you tried to coach me through it, and the first time I, the first <laughs> time I said it, I got it right, and after that, I felt like I was the king of the world, um, <laughs> and if I remember correctly, it was either Patrick or Luke, probably Patrick, because Luke was probably pretty quiet, but um, he could, someone couldn't get it quite right, and <laughs> they, they just deferred it over to me, but uh, I got Jared's pretty quickly. Yeah, I think it's more intimidating because it's so long. No, no, Jared, it's not. you just yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> it's the, Gerard. That's the harder that's one. I like to call him. It's People actually, just try to get fancy at the end and sort of spin out of control at the end of the <laughs> last. Name. What's the okay? What's the worst pronunciation you've ever heard of your name, Jared? Uh, you know, it's funny. Some people tend to go a little Italian with it, like Mariama. Mariama. You know, like, like, yeah. Mariama. <laughs> yeah. So that's probably my favorite one, I think. <laughs> Mark, do you remember? Do you remember that I? I. Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> but go ahead. Go ahead. I I did not have your last name correct for the first little bit that we knew you, and not like I mispronounced. Probably a good year. I didn't mispronounce it. It was a totally different last name. So much so that like when I was talking to Patrick and Luke at one point, I was like, Mark, whatever. I can't remember what it was at this point, but it's like Mark, whatever. And they're like, Who is that? Who are you talking? We just talked to him. It's M squared. And it didn't even start with an M. Like the last name wasn't even no, an you, M. Uh, you called me like Mark Davis. Mark I, Davis. Yeah. That's and what it is. I think that's it, right. It, was, yeah. it was so weird because, and yeah, we had this conversation with um, Pat, like all of us, 
Um, I was like, how do you get that wrong? My handle is M yeah. squared. Yeah, and after that, it... So it's M-M, and listen, you're like, oh, I listen, didn't even click listen. at all. It's fine now. We're all friends now. That's I'll right. never get Are it wrong we? now. It's Mark... I'm still trying to figure out how to pronounce threes in, in your name. Oh, you just say three? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you got it. Yeah, here's... You, and, and three? Yeah, that sounds great to me. It's, uh, it's Mariam... That's, that's right. right. That's what the. <laughs> that's more exciting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're kind of the like I, I really think of you kind of as the the host mainly because you you start the show off. I know it's you three evenly, but I, I feel like uh, you you sort of lead the way. Like was that decided because that's something you were comfortable doing, or or did you guys have to have a discussion about that? <laughs> Again, like most things, it started organically because I was because it was the easiest for me, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is funny when you hear all the bloopers and sometimes not easy, <laughs> um, but it, it came more. Na- We've lived through them too. <laughs> it, that's true. <laughs> it came more naturally to me initially. Um, mm-hmm. And someone had to do it, right? You can't have three of us talking all at the same time. Exactly. So like somebody had to take it. And so uh, it kind of happened to be me by default. And then since that point, I've, I've become a bit of the, this is going to sound really shitty, to go Luke for it and, and Patrick, but just do it. Know my heart in it. I've become to some degree a bit of the like the unofficial spokesman for it, mm-hmm. um, because uh, because it's just something that I na- I have a little bit more of a natural talent bent toward that, and so it it's you know it is what it is, and it's it's good. It's it's fine with me. I think it's fine with them at this point. Like when, when we were discussing. So I spoke at the same conference you spoke at, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I reimagine. And when we were dialoguing how we were going to do it, if the whole thing was going to be Q&A or if it was going to be one of us speaking or all of us speaking, we came to this moment where I was like, Luke, it, you know, like I, this is something that I do professionally. I, I used to speak professionally, you know, every week. Mm-hmm. And um, it's something that I'm comfortable with and it's something that I'm talented at. It's like, do you really want to go up on stage and talk? And he's kind of had this moment where it was just like, no, I don't. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, well, I think that answers it, you know? And so I think mm-hmm. to some degree, as long as the three of us are up there answering questions together, it's fine. But like, if it were, if it were just Patrick up there or just Luke up there, they wouldn't, they wouldn't necessarily feel as, as comfortable as I do being up there on my own. So, um, I just think that it, it, we just found the rhythm to it. Yeah. So it's been, like we said, three years, uh, you guys were friends obviously when you started and then, uh, you moved in very different directions, right? You all live somewhere else now. So uh, with that, with the challenge of doing this podcast every week and the, the amount of time that you guys spend together, whether that's uh, virtually or, or traveling, uh, how has doing this changed your relationship with the other two? In some ways, it's made it better. In some ways, mm-hmm. it's made it harder. Man, that's Tell us a- the harder things. Of course, yeah. <laughs> naturally, that's what you want. You guys are just gluttons for cash um <laughs> it, it makes it harder because like i was saying earlier kind of the the, the tongue-in-cheekness of of the whole conversing via text and mm. digitally is you miss so much of the nuance of the conversation and it's easy for you to think that if you're not there and two of the other three or two of the three of you are talking that third person could feel left out Um, Mm -hmm. but, but schedules don't always align. And now that we're not working together, now that we're not living together, our our paths don't cross as easily, right? You have to be more scheduled. And so 
it's just harder to maintain that same level of trust on a relational level. It's kind of one of those, you know, long distance relationships, quote unquote, never work because, and, and what that usually breaks down to is the trust level. Mm-hmm. Like how much do you trust um, the other people? And we, we do our very best to maintain that because we still see each other every week via the internet, but it's definitely harder. I mean, it's definitely harder to, to always know what we, so we use our around the table time now, not to inform mm-hmm. the, the greater populace, not to inform mm-hmm. you as the listener. That's, I mean, honestly, sometimes that is the only time during the week where we're actually catching up on personal stuff. And so we're using that as an opportunity to stay in each other's lives on a more personal level. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, just think about that. You know, if, if, if you're, if some of your closest friends, the only time you ever conversed with them was for an hour every week and it was on the internet and it was also for thousands of people to hear. <laughs> um, right. That just changes the dynamic a little bit, you know? Okay. So I'm going to ask you a question that we did not ask the other guys. Okay. I'm going to ask you to say, tell me the best thing about Luke and Patrick and then the most challenging thing uh, about Luke and Patrick, however you want to do that. <laughs> Why didn't you ask anybody else this question? Because it just occurred to me and I thought, oh, this is too great. Okay, because I haven't been vulnerable enough with you in this conversation. <laughs> That's right. It's time for me to really start opening up. Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, don't you want to ask me about my clinical depression or something else? You know, something easy. Um, okay, the best thing about Patrick is his passion, hands down. Uh, you're going you're gonna to be hard-pressed to find somebody who, who, gets less pa- who, who is more passionate than he is. The challenging thing about Patrick is sometimes his passion is is a, a a moving target. He can get passionate about something and go all in on something and then get bored with it and move on to something else to be really passionate about. Honestly, the, the, this podcast is, is the thing I've seen him stick with the most uh, and still stay <laughs> passionate about. And I think the reason why he's passionate about it is because he sees it's all based in progress for him. If he doesn't see progress in something, Mm. He's a he's a cut bait and and go to the next thing kind of guy. Right. Um, he's not going to ride a dead horse, you know. He's 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 going to try to find the the champion. So he sees progress with the podcast, and that excites him. And that excitement leads him to do new things, and those new things lead to more progress. And so it's actually a really good healthy cycle, at least for the podcast. Yeah. Um, with Luke, <laughs> it's one of those. <laughs> it's one of those. Your strength is is also your you know your your weakness. It's the it's one of those Michael Scott moments, right? So. Uh, <laughs> um, it, honestly, I would say they're both his his I'm trying to think of the right word to articulate it. It's it's his beard, his pit. No, <laughs> no, it's it. He's he's stubborn. And sometimes mm-hmm. his stubbornness is really, really good because it means we have a better product. And sometimes his stubbornness just pisses me off. Um, which is probably why he gets so stubborn sometimes oh yeah and so he will he will dig his heels in on things that he really cares about and that's fine and then he'll also dig his heels in on things that he's just wrong and he's not great at admitting when he's wrong (laughs) he's 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 really fine at he like i think the closest you'll ever get to with him there's very few times where he'll actually just come out and say, oh, I was wrong, you were right. It'll, it would be like, that's fine, you have, like, it's fine for you to see it that way, and I'll see it this way. Like, that's about as close as you're going to get with him. So, um, so yeah, and, th- and that dynamic, those dynamics come through 
the show and I think it's what sets us up to like if we if it was just two of us it would be really hard if it was just me and Patrick or just me and Luke or just Luke and Patrick the show wouldn't mm-hmm. have the same dynamic yeah so I'm going to jump we got a couple more questions left and then I'm going to end with like a little game so oh good again we've said this so many times you've been doing the podcast for a while um, but for somebody or s- somebody that's potentially looking to start a podcast or somebody that is new to the podcasting world, based on your experience, what is a piece of advice you would give to somebody who's either new to podcasting or looking to start a podcast? I would say don't worry about finding your voice right away Hmm. or find (laughs) your voice right away. (laughs) (laughs) and and let me explain why i say that like either oh good do all of your homework do all of your research do all of your testing on the front end so that when you start you are starting out the gate with a quality intentional focused that's probably the best word is focused product or use those first few episodes to figure out what that voice is and then start charging after that But don't do a podcast where it's don't ever think it's a good idea to just sit down and start talking to somebody like they're at the table with you and think that that's okay. Because (laughs) here's the reality. Nobody really wants that. Hmm. Nobody wants that. What they want is something that's that's driving somewhere. Doesn't mean that they don't want the vibe of that, but the vibe. And we talked about this a little bit when we were together in, in California. Getting the vibe of a natural conversation does not come naturally over the air. You have to be so intentional about it. You have to be so, you have to think more about being natural so that it comes across naturally. And and it's so backwards and it's so counterintuitive, but that's just the reality. And, uh, and if you if you jump in, I th- I'd say you've probably got a five episode buffer where you can figure out who you are and what you want to try to do and people will give you grace. But if if you continue that on into like the 10, 15, 20 episode line where there's it's just kind of scattered, we're going to sit down and start talking and put microphones in front of our face and figure it out as we go. You're, it's not going to work. It's not going to be fulfilling, mm-hmm. first of all. And then on top of that, it's not right. going to be successful. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's what I would say. So I think do you, you guys have done a really good job. Oh, of, that's very generous. Of that, no, it's not. It's actually not <laughs> generous at all. It's it's it, like I wish I could say you guys were worse than you are, but you're not. Like you guys start off <laughs> way further ahead than where we were when we started. Well, okay, so you don't know this. Well, I don't know if we've actually said this on here before. I feel like yes, we have, but we have, we have, yeah, we have maybe three to five unairable recordings. I know, and that's great. So. That's what I'm saying. We started, yeah, we started with our test runs that will never see the light of That's day. That's perfect, though. Um, mm-hmm. And even from you know the our early records that did end up, we did end up releasing. I mean, we're still evolving, and it's definitely a different show from even a few months ago than it is today. Um, Evolution yeah. is good. The tweaking mm-hmm. and evolving and changing is good. But you had a focused idea when you started. You guys yeah. didn't just start by just by just you know just Saying, sitting around, right? Yeah, like hey, what did you have for lunch today, Jared? Well, exactly. <laughs> you 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 had a steering of the conversation. You at least had an idea of what you wanted to do, and you you had a a goal. Like you you mm-hmm. had you had stuff that you know that you wanted to do. 
we didn't have that when we started. That's why we completely relaunched the whole podcast. Um, mm-hmm. We had a whole mm-hmm. new stream and everything. We cut ties with the first 50 episodes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is crazy. Like, why would yes. you do that? Like, from a statistics standpoint, that seems really bad. But the, the, the reality is that we needed to do that to have a fresh start because we didn't know what we were doing for too long. And you guys have just a, a leg up, and and I commend you guys for for doing the first few episodes, them not being great, and then not releasing them. But now, when you did release, when you started releasing stuff, it was like it's it's good to go. And now you can just evolve and tweak. You don't have to completely reimagine your your whole show. So, yeah. do you still? Uh, I mean, I don't know where you'd find the time, but do you still listen to a lot of podcasts? Uh, I listen to some. I go in waves. Um, mm-hmm. I go in waves and. Right now, I have not been listening. I've been doing a lot of audiobooks. I'll go like, uh-huh. I'll do chunks of audiobooks where I'll do like four or five audiobooks in a row. And then I'll do podcasts for several weeks in a row. And then I'll do um, Spotify. Yeah. Uh, and I work out every day. So, like, I get an hour's worth of some kind of audio just about every single day. Yeah. And uh, so it just kind of shifts. Like, right now, I'm in spot. I've, I've just shifted back over to Spotify land. So. Mm-hmm. And, and we talked about this a little bit before, but do you listen differently to podcasts now than you did before you were doing a podcast or even say earlier on in the podcast that you were doing? I I always do. I always start off by it. But if it's a good podcast, um, uh-huh. then I stop several minutes in because I'm, I've been pulled in by the content and by the presenter. Or if right. it's a bad podcast, I stop because I turn off the bad podcast. You do. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> bad production value now i i just won't i just won't stand for it i mean that sounds like really elitist but it's my ears can't handle popping microphones or <laughs> or static or somebody's audio being at a you know uh, a negative 12 db and the other person's audio at like a a negative 8 you know like right, just right. just the dynamic range uh not not being consistent it it hurts physically hurts sometimes so um so yeah yeah i do i mean i I think it's just a natural any profession that you're in you look at it with a critical eye and 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 a critical appreciation too Mm -hmm. like when someone does something good you recognize the work that goes into it to make it that good and then how has i've got i'm gonna wrap this up mark i swear i just keep thinking of more questions but how has (laughs) video changed how you approach the podcast or has it? Oh, uh, I lost <laughs> 70 pounds before we switched over to a video. Um, actually, you know, that that actually factored in a little bit. I mean, that was all we knew we were switching over to video. And I, I knew mm-hmm. that I needed to lose some weight anyway. And I thought now is the time to really do it before we switch over to video. And so that did factor in. Um, mm. But in terms of like, it's complicated things so much. But now it's so natural um, uh-huh. we've been doing it now for about two months. Um, it's, it's, it's much more natural now. Like it's weird to me right now that we're doing this and no one's going to see it. Right, They're going to hear right. it. Um, you guys can see me, but like I've now adapted to the, the nuance of being seen all the time. So I, mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm not picking boogers or, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I'm not staring off into space. Like I'm engaging with a screen in in more than I would have prior to that. So I'm a lot more animated than I would have been um, prior to video. And I think it just kind of changed the dynamic of how I do 
like peer to peer online conversations. Sure. Right. So then the last question for me, before we go to Mark's silly questions, uh, where do you see (laughs) the podcast going in the future? Now that could either be you personally, where you'd like to see it go, or if it's something that you guys have discussed as, as a team, um, whatever you want to share as far as what you'd like to see this podcast either become or where it should go. Yeah. Um, we want this podcast ultimately to continue to be a bridge that it has been connecting hobbyists or semi-professionals or the professional who doesn't have their name plastered on Disney products, <laughs> you know, mm. um, <laughs> pres- present company excluded. Um, <laughs> no, but like the, the, the artist or the designer or the whatever fill in the blank, the professional who's, who is either, um, you know, just they're just not there yet and want mm-hmm. to be the proverbial there um, and bridge them with people who are there and bridge them who with people who have gotten to where they want to be and have either moved on past that or are still living in that or have figured out new ways to do that. Um, so we want to continue to be that bridge. Ten years from now, we want the podcast to be a part of what we do, not what we do. We really what we want to do is is kind of create an agency of sorts where it's the three of us um, doing, I I don't know if they told you if they said this or not. I'm actually not even sure if I'm supposed to be saying this. I did (laughs) allude to some of it at the, at reimagine. And afterwards I did get like a, Hey, uh, just so you know, you said that was happening. And um, my boss was watching the live stream. Uh, But, uh, (laughs) but um, yeah, an agency of sorts where we, really tap into our individual giftedness and don't just use them to promote the podcast, but use them as a way to generate funds and doing some consulting work. Uh, and then the podcast is the kind of overflow of that. Um, and that allows <laughs> us to do that, gives us the platform to get more of that consulting work. But at the same time, um, we're doing, we're helping other people get started the same way that we did. Uh, doing some consulting work and then ultimately a couple of other fun things uh, <laughs> up our sleeve that uh, that we think can really help us. It's really about how, how do you make money doing this? That's the question, right? Uh-huh. And, and the answer is there's a couple of ways to do it and we're going to try a couple of them. Um, right. But we have no plans to slow down. We, we want to continue to build. We're, we're kind of at a max capacity right now until mm-hmm. we can really start until the the ROI can can um, can catch up with until the R can catch up with the I um, <laughs> is kind of where we're, we're kind of hitting a, a maximum threshold. But ultimately, I mean, we'd like to see more days of content. Um, ultimately, we'd like to see more avenues and medium for content and uh, some services that we would provide. So nice, yeah. That sounds great. Okay, so one question I forgot to ask earlier, Mark. I'm going to slip this in here. Um, was there a certain point uh, that you can recall, either for you personally or as a group, uh, where you decided that we either have to take this seriously and, and move forward, or is it going to just be sort of a hobby, fun thing, uh, you know, for the rest of the time that it exists? Was there a specific time for you that that took place? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it was about... I can't remember exactly when it was. I, I remember the feeling of it. I even remember the conversation, but I can't remember what it was tied to. It was probably eight months ago, nine months ago, and it was 
guys, I can't put any more time into this if we're not going to X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. Guys, I can't do it. Was, I think it was around the conversation of video. It may have been around the conversation of splitting schedule or changing our schedule or so. I can't even remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a there was there was some like personal life stuff that was also happening with um, with myself and with Luke um, specifically where all of this was going on. And it was like, hey, if we're going to do this, we need to make sure we, you know. Uh, we, that we really kind of focus on these things to get this to a point. We've never had the conversation of, hey, if we, we're going to try this, we never put an ultimatum on it. Like, if we don't get to X by this date, we're done. Although, I don't see that question being out of, out of the question mm-hmm. um, at some <laughs> point in the future. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, right. And that's not to sound ominous. That's just to be real. Like, if if two years from now we're doing exactly what we're doing right now with the exact same payoff, we will, we will be having very real conversation. <laughs> like, the yeah, goal is for yeah, us yeah. to continue to progress, and we all want to be functionally doing this practically full-time. Um, yeah. And so anything less than that is going to be a failure of that, of that goal, and so we'll have to have a real conversation around it. Right now... Um, we're good with where we're at and, and we're good with the progress we're making. Can you imagine for just a moment, Mark two on this, of just having this podcast as your job? Like, that's crazy. Like there's so much time that you guys have put into this thing. Uh, and, and it's amazing to me that you all have lives and you all have other jobs uh, and you're still able to pull this off with the hope of doing more. That's that's crazy. So I could not imagine just saying like waking up and thinking <laughs> it's the podcast that we have to work on all day. That would be crazy. Okay, Andrew, so that's all of our serious questions. And now Mark's going to ask you some ridiculous questions to sort of wrap this up in a <laughs> I fun ex- way. I, honestly, I would expect nothing less. Great. <laughs> no surprises. <laughs> so we ended um, this the same way with Patrick and Luke asking the same questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are going to be in relation to your co-hosts. Okay. Um, all right. So Great. here we go. Who gives the best hugs? So silly. Uh, me. <laughs> okay, fair. That's fair good. Enough. That's good. I mean, yeah. I, um, so let me ask this question, clarifying question: Am I allowed to answer myself, or do I have to say either Luke or Patrick? No, 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 no. You could. That's you fine. Are, yeah. because okay. there's another M of Wonder that answered the same way. Okay, all right, because they answered the right way. Whoever yet. answered the other way is a liar. But that's <laughs> the reality. Okay, so keep going. Um. Okay. Whose house would you rather spend the weekend at? My own. That's a good okay, one. Well, that one you can't you can't answer your own. Okay. Can you can you explain? Sorry. No, he can exp- he can say that if he explains no, 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 it. No, because I didn't let the other guys do it that way. So Andrew that's can't because, do that either. Well, that's because no one would want to stay at their houses. Um, <laughs> so if I had to stay somewhere, I would think that it would probably be Patrick's house, just because it's it's going to be quieter there. Because Luke has two kids. Yeah. Right. right, Um, and he he's got like hardwood floors, and it's an older house, and so everything just carries. (laughs) So Patrick's house is on the top floor. He's like on the third floor. His his apartment is, and it's just him and Mackenzie, and they're relatively quiet. They've been at my house, you know, for the last ten days, and um, they're pretty much just sit either on the Nintendo Switch or on their phone. So it's it's pretty it's pretty chill and low key. So I, I think I would pick Patrick's. 
This, all right, so this is, there's a three-parter to this, or there's three categories. Since there's three hosts, you have to assign one to each, okay. yourself included in this. So okay. it's going to be who would win in an eating contest, an arm wrestling contest, and a sleeping contest. Okay. So you have to <laughs> assign one to each. All right. Patrick would win in an eating contest, I would win in an arm wrestling contest, and Luke would win in a sleeping contest. Very good. I think that was across the board. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah, just going to say, so because you're the final one, we can say that that was the same answer for every single one of you. You yeah. know what? That's that's called consistency. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I'm terrible at asking this question. I've said it every single time. I've tried to do it with Jared and myself, and I failed. So Jared... Here you go. It's so funny. This is the third time we're doing this. You really don't. They even know the question beforehand. There's not much you have yeah, to but do. The listeners, they they don't know. They've heard they it. Have no idea where this is going. All right. So we asked you this before in the Slack channel, just so you had some time to give it some thought. Uh, if you had to cast the Master of One podcast movie, tell us who your choices would be to play each of you. I've been looking forward to this question since we started. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Just bear with me. Here's here's I'm gonna start with uh I'll start with myself. Okay. And then I'll and then I'll I'll uh, I'll go on from there. Uh so for myself, um and do you want just the people or, or like just the the just that or do you, you get, want me like give you, you some kind as of as elaborate okay. as you want All right. to be. All right. Yes. So for myself, I would pick <laughs> Chris Pratt. With the body, <laughs> hang on, with the body from Parks and Rec, but the sarcasm <laughs> of Guardians of the Galaxy. Very good. That's okay. a good one. Yeah. So in that transitional period, that's that's how that's I... That's actually a pretty good one. Um, <laughs> so that's what I'd say. For for Patrick, <laughs> I would say <laughs> Tilda Swinton. Um, <laughs> she because, is amazing. <laughs> uh, she can pretty much play any role. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure she's fully human, so um, <laughs> I think she can trans transmorph herself into into Patrick. And then for Luke, I would say Eeyore with his <laughs> tail attached to his chin. That's what I would say. Eeyore, very good, very different, very different than what your co-host answered for that for that question. But very good. I'm sure. I'm sure I could, I mean, I could only guess what Patrick, I, I mean, I could, I have a pretty good idea what Patrick would say. I don't know about specific like, uh, actors or anything, but he, Patrick's going to go, I guarantee you, Patrick's going to go solely based on body type. I mean, I guarantee you, he's going to be like, oh, this guy kind of has the same shape as Andrew. So this is the direction I'm going to go with. <laughs> so for either one of them, I mean, we will not answer now. But do you, if you had to guess, do you have a guess for what the other guys would say? This is the, oh, the we newlywed game. That yeah. For them too. I wouldn't be surprised if Patrick said like uh, early 2000s Drew Carey for me. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, that's just because of the glasses. It's because of the glasses and the hair, and that because I'm fat. <laughs> like that's those are, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't think Patrick. I don't think there's going to be as much depth in his. Uh, Luke <laughs> is going to be a bit of a wild card because I think Luke will try to get real creative with it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean I'll th I I think that it's going to be good, but I do think that he'll get creative <laughs> with it in terms of uh, like I think he's going to base it more on personality. If I had to guess, that seems mm -hmm. to be their mo's. Yeah. Yeah, well, 
They were they were good. Actually, all of them I thought were very thoughtful full choices. But they weren't cruel like Mark's choices when we did this. So oh, um, okay. So wait, so wait. Nice. What were what were yours? Did you tell the other guys what you guys did? I don't know if we told them. Yeah, we told Luke. Uh, I think. Okay, so I'll go really quick. Um, I chose Russell from Up mm. for Jared, and then I had another one Russell. A follow up. Yeah, Russell. Russell from Up. Oh, from Up, from Up. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then my follow up for a real life actor was George Takei, <laughs> and then Jared. That's weird. I don't. I don't see it. <laughs> You don't have to see it, but they're both, you know, I'm just, I'm obviously being, I'm obviously being super sarcastic. Yes. Oh my. Yeah. Oh, wow. Bro, I think they should cast you as George Takei. There you go. That's what they should do. And then what did you say? What did did, Jared? Did you say Randy Macho Man Savage? I thought about it. Uh, I knew he wanted me to say Jason Momoa. No, um, I didn't want you to say it. It's he, just he'll say it every right time answer. this comes. Yeah, see? Uh, but that's too... Who is uh, Jason Momoa? He's, oh, I know who Jason Aquaman. Momoa is. I yeah, know who he yeah, is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I actually Aquaman I actually think that's a really good Drago. answer, but keep going. Yeah. Yeah, especially when he had his beard and his, his long hair. Long he hair. It yeah. made more sense then. Uh, but just to be cruel, I said uh, Will from Will and Grace. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> they could just that's pump him up a little really, bit. That's actually really good, too. It kind of does, right? I mean, the, oh the body, the build is different, but... Uh, that's I actually think face-wise, yeah. With the cut hair. With the I hair now, yeah. Hair, I can right? 100% see that, yeah. Yeah. See, it's wow. not bad. <laughs> good, hey, good yeah. job, guys. And who would you Thank pick you. for us? Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. We don't, we don't have enough time for that, Andy. I, 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 yeah, that, nice wait a minute. Hang on. You guys asked this question and didn't even have an answer ready to go for it? No, because it's I more. Didn't. <laughs> when we come on your show next, we'll do it then. But we there wanted to hear you know your guys' That's fair. Hey, you, you're coming on. You're coming on. I am. This this episode's going to air when? Uh, we're actually after bumping this. Yeah, because we want this to be when everyone's listening. And right, not, so after uh, so after Thanksgiving. Week after I think Thanksgiving, that's, right. I think that's the same week that you're hosting us, Jerry. Oh, nice. I nice. believe. So, I think that's when that episode airs. So this week, you can hear his answer on our show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, and I get a bye, so thank there you. There you go. I'll get Mark's <laughs> answer. <laughs> All right. Um, all right. So this is this is enough. We've had enough. We've no more fun. We've gone. Games. Listen, we've gone through the ringer. I feel like I've exposed all of the things. I'm gonna all have to have things. some conversations with people before this airs and be like, hey, just so you know, <laughs> I got super honest. I don't know why. It's something about Jared's face and Mark's muscles that just we brings it out of me. Um, we seduced the truth. Good lord. <laughs> If anybody's well, uh, even still listening. Before we let you go, I, I <laughs> want to say thank you so much, Andrew, for coming on. Uh, Absolutely. You and the M of One guys have been really good friends to us, uh, really supportive, and we really enjoy our time together. And I appreciate you taking the time to sit and talk with us and be so open and honest with your answers. So thank you so much for coming. I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's safe to say none of this, the podcast, uh, me knowing Mark would not uh, be in existence if it wasn't for your guys show. Yes, so we definitely completely. owe you a debt of gratitude for, hey. I, I think for that. So well, <laughs> I think uh, you guys are a shining example of what we want to be about. Um, and, uh, hopefully the idea of sharing the wealth and not trying to hoard it, uh, is certainly, uh, one that is prevalent here. Um, because 
like we hopefully you don't see what we do as competition and we don't see what you do as competition we see mm. more the merrier and uh i think this is uh i think you guys are doing an awesome job keep it up uh make us proud <laughs> uh, thank you so much you're you're way too kind with that but uh, we do really appreciate it um if you guys aren't already listening to the M of one guys, we're going to leave links uh, in our show notes so you can get in contact with them and check out their show. Uh, but with that, that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you later. Hashtag real life. <laughs>